Okay. And I can edit anything, so no worries. Nice. Because we have to start with a little dancing, right? <laughs> All right. Love it. So, welcome, friends. I am Paulette Reese Denis. Welcome to Heart and Hustle. Visionary healers, movers, and shakers. So exciting, so fabulous. And today, I have a very special guest, Miss Leah Dunlap here. And she is from Portland, right? You're in Portland. Probably. I am. Yeah. And yeah. we're both members of that fabulous group you've heard me talk about before, <laughs> Women with Moxie. And that is how I know Leah. And, um, you know, she is just super fabulous. She's very magical and spiritual and powerful. And I mean, I, when I saw her, I'm like, I got to have her on the show. <laughs> she was just amazing. And so I'm so happy you're here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So um, I think um, I will, of course, give you all of her contacts. But I think, um, can, you, can you tell our friends um, what your superpowers are? Sure. Um, my superpowers are helping people find clarity, confidence, and transformation in Ooh. 90 days. In 90 days. In 90 days. Right on. Yep. Yep. I'm all about working quickly to move through blocks so that people can get on with their life and make things happen. Yeah. So good. That's so good. And uh, I know that we have a real uh, connection with the law of attraction. Absolutely. Yeah. The foundation of all of my work is based on the law of attraction. Um, I started my uh, journey with the law of attraction 20, 22 and a half, 23 years ago. I so I've been using it for a very long time. I've become very practiced at it. And um, I consider myself a master creator. So I'm helping people learn how to become master creators themselves and how to take that tool and use it to the best of their abilities. That is really awesome. So can you tell our friends a little bit about the law of attraction, what that means to you or? Yes, well, to me it means a lot of things. I think the, the simplest way to put it for me when I talk to many people that have not heard about it, which I find kind of amazing sometimes, I like to say that it's basically the simplistic, simplistic way to think of it is whatever you think about, you bring about, mm. bottom line. And that we're always using the law of attraction and sometimes we're attracting things we want and sometimes we're attracting things we don't want. So my goal is to help you figure out when you're off your path and when you want to focus on the things you want to have in your life, how to make sure you're getting back on that path and using the tool correctly. Nice. And I, I, I always say to my clients, thoughts become words, <laughs> become things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, part of what I love to do is, you know, we get so many things in our brain, right? It's like, whoa, there's all this stuff. So you want to get it out. You want it to become something. And part of how I do that with my, my clients and my dancers and my students is to get them to write about it. You know, we all have different methods and different modes and different tools. Um, so can you, can you share a little bit about how you get into that law of attraction and how you bring it about? Absolutely. I created a program called the Power Plan Program, and it's set up specifically that way. Um, a big piece of it is actually writing out our goals. Um, and then also uh, we do gratitude journals every week. And like I said, it's a 90-day program, so people are writing every day. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> Every single day um, in the book itself, I mean, I literally hand them a book so it can't get easier than like, here, fill this out, um, which is great. Like journal book? Yeah, yeah. It's actually uh, the program itself, but in the back of the program is the 90-day journal. So it includes not only their goals, but their leaps of faith that they're taking towards those goals. Mm -hmm. um, goal deadlines or completion dates are included in there as well. Um, we have a success tracker that we include. So I'm using different functions all the time to make sure that um, as people learn, because people learn differently, that we're hitting all of those markers, because that's important to me too. Like I want people to engage in it so that once they're done with their 90 days, they actually own it. And then they don't necessarily have to use the actual tools anymore because it's part of who they are and how they live their life. Mm. Um, but that the, that the tools are always there for them to kind of go back and either reconnect with it or if they've reached a plateau in their life and they're like stuck, that they can always go back, open the book, start over again. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can use that in every little facet of what you do. Business, yes. personal, love, money, all of that. Do you work specifically with... Um, uh, women? I primarily, I wouldn't say specifically, but primarily I work with women. I have worked with men before. Um, I have an executive program, which is one-on-one -on -one, and I work with groups. Most of my groups tend to be women, um, because they're the ones referring each other to the group. Uh, however, I have had clients that are men and they like, they have preferred in the past to work one-on-one -on -one with me. Um, and I'm open to having them in the group. It just never seems to be the way it works out, which is fine. Um, I'm actually kind of toying with the idea, how can I get a group of men together to do this? Because I think it'd be fabulous for them. Um, and a lot of the women will say like, oh, I wish my husband or my spouse or, you know, my boyfriend or whatever could do this too. So, um, yeah, that's probably on the horizon somewhere. It keeps, keeps floating around there. So I'm sure there's a reason for that. That'd be awesome. And what about is, do you feel like you're, um, more business geared or more personal geared or? I consider myself a whole life coach. And by that, I mean, I actually start all of my clients off with what I call the holistic um, calibration chart. And we look at every area of their life and every aspect of it, where they are now. And we rate them on a scale of one to 10 and wherever they're falling short. And I always say, if there's something under an eight, that's what we're going to focus on. Whether that has to do with specifically your business or not, what I do know after 22 years is that everything ties together and a whole life that's in balance is a happy life. So I'm always going to be looking at what are those areas you're feeling off mark or off target and we're going to work on those. And a lot of times when we work in a relationship experience that's challenging and we work to solve that situation for someone, that helps them be more present at work or more present in their business mm -hmm. and feel less stress. So it can't hurt and it always seems to help in the long run. Yeah. So good. It's so powerful. And um, it's a conversation I have with so many people, but um, I feel like a lot of women are afraid of asking for help. Yes. I like to call it the Wonder Woman concept, right? <laughs> like, like we're supposed to be, you know, can I say this? Badasses, right? We're supposed yeah. to be able to take it all on. And, and that's great. And we do have a lot of abilities and we, we have a lot more capacity than we think we do. The problem is I think that we get kind of blinders on and if we're not a hundred percent perfect in one area of our life, somehow we're not perfect at all. And I like to say that, you know, we can always achieve excellence at every level of our lives, mm -hmm. but falling into the, the trap of perfectionism only serves to hold us back 
in all areas of our lives. So it's kind of, you know, it's a double-bladed sword, I guess, that, you know, we, we definitely want to achieve excellence because that's what makes us happiest is to be our best. But our best doesn't have to compare to anybody else's best. Right. Compare, right? Compare, yes. Competitiveness. Compare. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it, that's the trap, I think, is like comparing our, oh, you know, there's the old age, comparing our insides to somebody else's outsides. And that's, to me, that can be the ultimate dream killer. Because we will never, we will never know what somebody else's experiences truly are. And so we can never really achieve whatever we think we see on the other side. Like we can't wear their skin and we will never know what it feels like to be them. So we can never even do them as good as they do them. <laughs> so it's a, it's a worthless effort to try to achieve that result when all we can really do is focus on what we have in front of us within ourselves. And there is excellence there to be unveiled. I mean, we're, we're all so individual and to honor each and every one of us as to who we are. But, but why do you think, why, why do this, this surge of uh, women feeling unworthy, <laughs> you know, where did that come from? <laughs> where did it come from? I see it so often with, with potential clients, especially it's like, Oh, I can't spend the money or uh, I don't have the time or uh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's like, yeah, but you're not, you're, you're questing for something better. You're questing for something more fulfilling. And what is wrong with trying to have that? Why can't we have that? Well, you know, I think archetypically, I think that that's, you know, that we have been raised in an environment to think that we should just be happy with enough. Mm. and the enough syndrome of, well, if I could just get, like, even when I work with clients around financial goals, it's always like, can I, if I could just pay my bills, if I could just, there's always the just piece of it. And it's like, if I could just lose five more pounds, if I could just do this. Uh, and, the, and, and there's the cap that comes from the idea that as long as they're not asking for too much, as long as they're not taking away from someone else's piece of the pie, and they could just, you know, squeak by and get a little bit of it, then, then they won't feel so guilty that they've, that they've, they've shown up to ask for something. And I, I think the, re the why, I think the why is as varied as the people. Um, I think that depending on how they were raised, what they chose to believe or were brought up to believe, that can certainly be like kind of the foundation of that going off track. Mm -hmm. the, the beauty of it to me, and I really like to say, you know, for me, it's like the whole goal is to understand that you are here on purpose, period. Every, that's why we are all so different. There, there is no different, um, excuse me, there is no similarity with every single soul. There is a reason we are all so different. And that's that idea that that uniqueness is your purpose. Mm -hmm. And if you are on purpose, then that's your power. Like whatever that unique purpose is. That is your power. And the world needs you to be on purpose right now. It needs no you matter, to figure out. No matter not, how big or how small. Not at all. There, not, of course, that goes back to comparison, right? Like it, your purpose is different than mine and mine is different than anyone else's. And every client that I work with and every group that I work with, they all have different purposes. And so to understand that, that the value of their purpose is just that, that your purpose is your power. That's where you where? give back to the universe. The universe is waiting for you to show up right. as you, not as anyone else, but as you, so that we can move forward, however the universe is meant to unfold, with you in it. 
exactly as you're meant to be. To co-create that life. Absolutely. Ah, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> so good. So tell me how you found your purpose. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, it, it wasn't always like this. I can definitely say that. Um, you know, I, I started on this journey basically with 53 cents in my pocket. And really, I had to fight that demon of worthiness. Yeah. I was um, in a very uh, negative relationship with my first husband, and I walked out on him in our life. Um, he came from a very wealthy family, but we were living on the streets. We were living in a car, and he was addicted to drugs. And I woke up one day after a long day of school, because I was in school at the time, and looked up and saw him doing a drug deal in the back of a garage somewhere. And I was like, this is not, this is not what I'm here to do. And I walked away from everything. Uh, I literally had 53 cents in my pocket. I was wearing, amazingly enough, I was wearing my uniform, my school uniform. I was in, a, I was in cosmetology school. So I had my school uniform on. That's all I was wearing. And I was on the streets um, alone with nothing. And it took um, some time for me to get centered. But what I got from that message in that time was this is not your purpose. And there is a bigger purpose for you. And you better find it or you're going to die here. I mean, it got to the point where I really had to realize, like, this will be the death of you if you stay. And that's not the purpose of your life. And so then I had to figure out what that was. I had to figure out where I made sense of myself, where I shined, where I felt light. And the thing I always got back to is what could I do that whatever, whenever else was happening, I, I could lose track of time. I could forget to eat, you know, nothing else mattered, but what I was in the middle of. And for me, it was, it was helping people hmm. like listening and, and understanding and holding space for them made me happiest. And I was naturally good at it, you know? And so I started researching what that would look like. And I, came upon hypnotherapy, which is where I started. And then I started gathering more and more tools because I get more and more interested. I'm a constant learner. And so I was like, oh, that's an interesting concept and let me figure out that. And so I continued to take knowledge in. And as I filled up my pool of knowledge, I realized that there were some similarities and some pieces that really fit together. And I had the idea, the inspired thought that what if we put these all together? How could we shift and change our lives? And that's how the power plan was born. And and really, it came down to, like, I knew the steps that needed to happen. And, and you know, writing goals down, having real concrete goals yeah. um, was key, was fundamental. Being full of gratitude. And believe me, you know, when you got 53 cents in your pocket, it's hard to be grateful. But I did start with things like, I'm grateful finally to have a, a, you know, a roof over my head, to have food in my stomach to, you know, have a job to go to at the time. And, you know, really started with the very simplest of things. And that has certainly grown. I mean, today, you know, I, our conversation by, the other day with my husband is, where are we going to vacation? Mexico, Hawaii this, this year. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's mind blowing to think as long as that's been, you know, 22 years, but still that even though all of that has happened, I still sometimes look back and think, wow, I remember that day when I was huddled next to a heater at a donut shop because it was freezing outside and I was wearing scrubs and had nothing. And that gentleman at the donut shop came out, opened the door and gave me a donut and a coffee. And he really was my lifeline. He maybe, he brought me back inside. And that, that kindness is something I've taken forward as well. It, it doesn't take much. 
doesn't not at all no it isn't it's and i think for him to be present enough to see not ask any questions um not make any judgments but just show up in his purpose at that moment because his purpose in that moment was just to give me a space to get my head on straight and figure out what i needed to do next and that did it and and so i i thrive when i get to hold someone in that space and bring them to their next step so that they can figure out how amazing and wonderful life really can be when they're on purpose. Exactly. Wow. That's so powerful. And so, um, I mean, I can, it, you know, it emanates from you, your, your power and your beauty and your, your presence is just so full and so loving and, um, wow. So on this journey, and this has been a, a quite a long journey for you, which is incredible. And wow, I mean, just to look at where you are now, living your dream. Absolutely. And, and I love the fact, you know, this series is called Heart and Hustle. So it's about finding your passion and about living your passion and what you bring to the world. But part of it too is, is not only finding it and declaring it and envisioning it, but making it happen. Yes. You have to take the steps. You have to have the map. You have to take the action and the hustle. Sometimes it's easy and sometimes it unfolds. And sometimes it's like, ah, I just got to get over that. I just have to do one more thing. Um, and it's all part of the journey, right? Absolutely. We have to view it that way, you know? Um, so what can you share? What's been some of the other hard hard parts about making your business happen, making your, your, oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, how much time do we have? No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the biggest differences, I think, um, the big shifts for me was I started out, you know, where I was and I always encourage everybody start where you are, you know, do the work you love. And, and if you need to stay on track with where you are working, that's fine too. A lot of times people feel like they're giving up one or the other. And, I spent a parallel path for many of those years. And so I didn't step away. I was, I've done a lot of things that now, of course, serve me. And I was in the corporate world for the end of my journey. Um, and I remember um, that I thought I was having a heart attack. And I was working in a corporate job in sales and marketing. And I drove, and if you're, you know, from our area here in Portland, Portland and Vancouver are very close, but they're not that close during rush hour. And I drove back to my office in Vancouver thinking I was having a heart attack because I was so stressed out about this job um, and all the, you know, trapments I had kind of fallen prey to, which were like the, the, the well, first of all, health insurance, right? That was a big one. A steady paycheck, all of that stuff. And so I was so tied into that that I drove all the way back thinking something is definitely wrong with me in like, you know, 45, 50 minute traffic, stood in front of my boss to say, I think I'm having a heart attack. And I was very sincere. And he sent me to the hospital, but I drove myself back home, back across to Portland. And in all the stuff that's going through my mind that like, I, I had to let go. Right. And that was a big piece of it for me was I'm telling all of these clients I'm working with, you can do whatever you want. And, and I'm kidding myself and thinking that I'm doing whatever I want, but I'm still holding on to this, you know, branch that feels like security to me. Mm. So I have to have the faith to let that go. Or, or again, here I am in a position of, or it's going to kill you. So, you know, it is a lesson that I had to come at again from a totally different perspective. 
and that's you know now been uh, almost nine years now that I've done that since that happened and I did walk away after that after I was checked out and I found out that I was not and there was other things going on I dealt with those but it really brought you know it to the forefront that I needed to make a choice yeah. and that choice had to be about where I wanted to be and that I was worth putting all my effort into that basket and I'm I have not looked back I'm so thrilled and I appreciate all the things I've learned along the ways but I know that for me being in this position now has opened so many more doors and it's given me the freedom that I really wanted and I've always, you know, desired for myself, my family, that I couldn't imagine going back now. There's no way. So that was a really big turning point in my business uh, when I really committed to what I wanted to do and making that my core mission. And, and what, what we don't want is for people to have to get to that place of <laughs> almost dying, yes. having a heart attack. Um, to find out that they're not, they, they really need to follow their heart. Absolutely. Yeah, I use that story a lot in the very early stages of my program because I want people to know that's, that's it. I don't want you to be me. I want you to learn my lesson without having to take my lesson on, right? I've, I, I did the lesson for you, so let me share with you what that looks like from one perspective. I call them like two-by-four moments. You know, like life will give you that two-by-four moment if it has to, I'm letting you know, you don't have to wait for the two by four moment to make the change. Embrace what it is that is burning to be born inside of you and you will be happier for it. May not be easy. I always say that too. It's like, it's simple, not easy. <laughs> you know, it's clear, but not always easy. And that's okay. Like we are, we are strong enough to do that. And if we allow ourselves to be. That's part of the hustle. But, Absolutely. But learning how to be with that and have that be okay. I mean, it's still part of the journey, even though it's hard or it's different. And then it's okay to ask for help. Ask for Absolutely. Help. You know, um, I mean, I tell everybody, I coach for life. You know? <laughs> I want this coach and I want that coach and I want that coach. <laughs> yes. You know, because, because we don't have all the answers. You know? No, and I, yeah. I, well, I was going to say, and I, I think that that's a key is, is that's why when I talk about being like a holistic coach, it's like, I, I will always bring in whatever resources I have to my clients. Mm -hmm. And if that's not me, I'm happy to, you know, yeah. to refer out to people that would really give you the support you need. My goal always is to find you something that will help you be successful. But I also know for myself, absolutely. I have to look at the areas where I can use help so that I can do my job better and reach more people and help more people, you know, do whatever it is they're born to be doing. And it's also so um, important for us as caretakers or, you know, guides to feed ourselves. So what do you do now to feed yourself? Oh, uh, well, you know, most recently I've gotten really turned on to Bikram yoga. It's oh, really, I, I am a big fan. Um, I, I enjoy that solitude. I'd say that for me consistently, I still, after 22 years, every single night, I spend about 20 to 30 minutes um, doing my work, holding my clients in, in uh, love and light. But also on top of that, I will not go to bed. My head will not hit the pillow without having gone through a list of at least 10 things or a full page. So that depends on what kind of size of book I have. <laughs> um, that I'm grateful for. 
and it's been 22 years. I mean, there, there are nights when I don't have a book and I don't care. I'll sit up and I'll just go through the list for myself. Um, but yeah, I can probably count on two hands in all those 22 years, the days that I didn't do that. And that really fuels me for the next day. It fuels me. It releases stuff for that day that maybe I felt like, you know, maybe I felt like I didn't have a good day. And then I do that and it's clear that there's no such thing as a bad day in my life anymore. <laughs> like I know that I have wonderful things happening. And the other thing that I think is key for me, um, I'm very fortunate. I have a little boy. And so I spend my time with him is off the clock. You know, I'm, I'm there with him and I spend that time really getting to um, engage and watching him play and being present and learning. He's my best coach so far, learning. <laughs> learning about what it's like to just look at life from this really amazing perspective. And that's really, really feels good to me. Yeah. Definitely. Five. Oh my gosh. Just turned five. He's amazing. Um, yeah. Just ask me where he came from the other night. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. All right. We're, we're getting into that one already. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. So you're able to separate work and play, family and business, even though as an entrepreneur, <laughs> um, that can be a difficult situation. Yes. For some of us, for some of us, maybe not all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've met very few that it's not, you know, it's not, I mean, maybe it's not difficult, but it's always important to focus on it. It doesn't always come naturally, I would say. Yeah. For me, I know that, you know, like some people will take days off um, that doesn't really work for me. We have, I have three businesses. So for us, it's those vacations. Those vacations are, you know, sacred. We will have this time where we are all off to play. Um, and that's about that rejuvenation. But also what I find when I go on those times and I take that break, and you know, it's 10 days or two weeks, is that I come back energized. I come back with inspired ideas. Um, things that I wouldn't have normally in my regular work day and my work week. Um, so I, I, I tend to run that gamut. Like I'm not somebody that says, okay, well, Mondays or Tuesdays or whatever um, are my days off per se, but I take time off whenever I need to. So like, for example, with my son or just a night off with my husband to go do something, I don't feel guilty about it anymore, which is helpful. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's not necessarily plans. It's more, it's a little bit more for me, it just for my style, it's a little bit more um, spontaneous mm -hmm. and it really comes from listening. If I need a break or listening, if we need to connect and we need some time together, then that's what we're going to do. Okay. We'll make everything else work around it. Well, I love that you, you have a physical practice because you know me, I'm all about moving that body. Yes. <laughs> and you got to move that body to change oh my. that state, right? Yes. Yes. And uh, so you have your yoga and then you have your, your personal, your gratitude, your journal. Uh, yeah. What you do every night, which is a beautiful practice, really sets you up. You know, Definitely. Keeps you in alignment. I love that. Um, and you have an offer? I do. I do. You know, um, right now I'm getting ready to start another 90-day program. It starts in April, April 19th that right out there and um, typically we have an early day or early bird excuse me pricing set up right now which gives you $300 off um, but for anybody that's listening and any of your listeners or viewers I wanted to offer a special bonus so instead of $300 they get $400 off their registration 
And on top of that, um, anybody that does take that, there's room for five people at that level. So there are five of those coupons for the first five people. But any, I know. But anybody else that wants to take it will still get the, the early bird. So the promo for that is heart for the $400. And for anybody that signs up with that promo, I will also give you a 60-minute session with me to kind of set yourself up, which is normally $197. So you'll get that as my compliments to you to get you started off on the right foot. That's beautiful. Yeah. You're a generous yeah. All right, people. <laughs> you better grab those spots while you can. That's really yeah. Cool. Great, yeah. great, amazing work. Great, beautiful soul. I'm so happy to have you here to share your work. Share oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be a part of this. I think what you're doing is fantastic and, and really inspiring. Thank you. I'm so excited about it. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I want to do this forever. Oh, yay. That's good. <laughs> I, mean, I, love, I love talking to inspired people, to creative people, and to um, see what they're doing in the world and, and what you bring to the world and what makes the world a better place and how we can work with each other and how we inspire each other. I mean, it's just it's so incredible. And, and to offer the, the love and the tools and, you know, whatever. Everybody has something different, right? We it's so true. It's so true. And I think that, you know, the, the more we lift each other up, the higher the, the ship rises. And right now, like I said, I think that people need us to be on purpose. We need to show up in our purpose because the world is waiting for us to do just that. And I'm happy to help people find out whatever that is so that they can get there. Right on. Right on. Well, I'm going to click on this fabulous, fabulous little song that I play. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now I got to find it. Where did it go? Huh. I'm not sure where it went. Maybe we'll just not worry about that right now. <laughs> but the, the theme of that song is life will never be the same. No, thank you. As yeah. Into, you know, what we're supposed to be doing. There's no holding back. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Paula. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. What a delight. What a pure pleasure. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being here. Heart Bye, everyone. <laughs> Visionary healers, movers, and shakers. I'm Paula Reese-Tenee with our guest, Leah Dunlap, today. And I will put all her information down for you. Join her list. Take her course. Get that, get that special. Get some more guiding guidance with your dreams. Awesome.